You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 140 freaking five. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. What's happening? I'm really excited about this podcast because we're doing an AMA, Ask Me Anything. And part of it is AMAA, Ask Me Anything Anonymously, which is even more fun. Your anonymous questions were hilarious. Okay, so before we dive in, y'all, I got to tell you, I got to give it to you. Go to my website. Make sure you are on my email list because guess what we're going to do? This is going to be so fun. We are going to do an episode where you can get coached. So you're going to want to get that email being like, hey, we're setting this up. Do you want to come on the pod and get coached live? I think it's the most fun idea ever. My friend Jamie Berman recommended this, suggested this to me, and I'm like, oh yeah, that is gold on gold. So you got to make sure you're on my email list if you want to do that. I also want you to rate, review (laughs) this podcast on whatever platform you listen to because that really pays it forward. Good karma points, y'all. Get out there. Get yourself some karma points. Help another mom. We got to free the moms. We got to do it together. Okay? So go, 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 go. So I have comments coming in from the anonymous portal, from my Instagram, from Facebook, all over. So we're just going to go question by question. Before we dive in, I always like to give you a little something from what's going on over here in Colorado and what are the Yummy Mummy saying over here about the Yummy Mummy experience. So first and foremost, you guys, OMG, have your kids gone back to school yet? My kids went back to school and it is dreamy. Oh my God. One realization of like, so glad we listened to my daughter when she really wanted to go to kindergarten in the middle of the year last year. That's a really long story, but it was the right choice. And her transition into first grade has just been so easeful. I also think that my son, he's going to a new school and totally thriving there. And they just seem really happy. Now, knock on wood, because it's like day two. (laughs) But anyways, I just wanted to, to share that. So what are you guys doing with your back to school? How are you how are you faring? <laughs> Let's do a client comment. Oh, this one is so good. This one's coming from Mackenzie. And she says it's the best money I have ever spent. What? You guys, I hear that over and over and over again. This is the best money I've ever spent. A lot of people have hang-ups on the money. I think that's really super normal. But that is what, I mean, people just say it over and over and over again. Best money we've ever spent. Best money we've ever spent. The husbands say it. The wives say it. All the yum moms say it. Best yummy mommy. Best investment. ROI is priceless. So let's dig into some of these questions. And if you guys ever have questions for me that you want me to answer on the podcast, let me know. I know I said that last week and you guys gave me some really good ideas. I'm going to do a podcast on all or nothing thinking. My client recommended that. I thought that was so smart because obviously that can get us into a lot of trouble when we are trying to lose weight for the last time. Okay. So 
in no particular order, you guys. We're just going to go through these questions. What's kind of fun, I'm going to be honest, I didn't prepare too much. So this is like my off-the-cuff answers, right? Okay, so we've got a question coming in hot. How do you suggest attacking a sugar addiction? Cold turkey, some sugar, sugar substitutes. This is such a good question. I... I really think cold turkey is best with sugar substitutes like stevia or monk fruit. I just think it's easier. Now, if you feel like you have a sugar addiction, it's very normal. Sugar actually does act like a drug inside the brain. So yeah, you really can be addicted to it. And when you come off of it, there can be detox symptoms. You can Google the keto flu. Not that you're doing keto, obviously, but the keto flu will give you kind of some of the symptoms that you could experience if you detox from sugar. Now, the thing that I notice inside the Yummy Mummy experience and in my practice with my clients is it's not that bad. Most of us are coming off sugar and most of us don't feel that bad. Like maybe a little low energy if we've been having a ton of sugar. A lot of my clients eat really healthy already. Some don't, whatever. Healthy is also very subjective. <laughs> so how do I suggest attacking a sugar addiction? First of all, it's a very normal. Like don't make yourself wrong or bad for being addicted to sugar. There are literally billions of dollars poured into how do we get people addicted to this food? There's labs that are, that's the whole point of the laboratory to figure out how to make a chip crunch taste, like make you salivate in certain ways so that you get the biggest dopamine hit so that you come back for more. Oh my God. So intense, right? So I suggest going cold turkey because I think it's just easier. Now, when I say cold turkey, I also think it's fine if you still have like your sugar-free electrolytes that are flavored with monk fruit or stevia. I think that's totally fine. I don't think it affects the body in the same way. I also like to teach my clients to have a yummy mummy munchie or a joy eat, so to speak, once a week that could consist of something that is not typically on their plan, that they're not eating every day. So I'm contradicting myself, right? Yeah, I'm like, yes, cold turkey. And what if you had something sweet once a week, right? I don't mean go have a creme brulee and a piece of cake and a milkshake. I mean, just have one nice thing, right? So that's what I recommend. And people will always be like, well, what do you mean like cold turkey? And like, what do you like when we say sugar, what do you mean by sugar? I mean processed sugar when I'm talking about sugar. And the reason why is because processed sugar will spike your blood sugar and therefore spike your insulin. And over time, if you keep eating processed sugar, you'll become insulin resistant and it's really hard to lose weight. And that's why we spend, you know, a decent amount of time and effort and energy, not that it takes that much, to be honest, inside the Yummy Mummy experience, inside the YMX. I'm noticing like a lot of people are calling it the YMX lately, which I think is just so cute. Anyways, processed sugar is what I mean because that will spike you and that's where you get the spike in insulin. And insulin is a fat storage hormone, you guys. It cues your body to store fat and it blocks you from being able to release the fat on your body, okay? So this is like a no bueno, no bueno. But sugar that is in fruit, sugar that is in dairy products, sugar that is naturally occurring in like peanut butter, 
I personally think is totally fine in reason. Now, do I think you should go eat seven bags of dried mango? No, because that's going to spike you too. Do I think you should (laughs) douse your coffee or whatever in maple syrup? Yeah, it's naturally occurring. Is it still going to spike you? Yes, it is. So when you come into the Yummy Mummy experience, I really have you go through a whole checklist of what does sugar mean to you and what are you going to include and what are you not going to include. Personally, for me, I don't do any processed sugar except for the occasional yummy mummy munchie. And I do like sugar and dairy. Like there's a little bit of sugar in my half and half. There's a little bit of sugar that's naturally occurring in my cottage cheese, right? It's not a problem. That's not going to spike me. I have fruit. I do fruits that are like low on the glycemic index, such as berries. I just freaking love berries. So freaking good. OMG. Have berries. I typically don't have them alone. When you have berries or something that does have sugar naturally occurring, you may want to have that not naked right? You may want to have that with, guys, my favorite thing lately is like berries with a little bit of half and half with a little bit of stevia. Oh my God, chef's kiss. So good. If you need a dessert, that's a good dessert. So I really like to have my berries like with my meals and not by themselves. So if you are going to be have, having things that do have sugar, it's it's nice to make sure that it's not naked. They're not by themselves. That's what naked carbs or naked natural sugar means. So that's my recommendation. Cold turkey, but with maybe, up to you, right? A joy eater, a yummy mummy munchie. And then I think sugar substitutes are fine for the purposes of weight loss, right? That's the lens that we are answering all of these questions through, except for like the random weird ones from like the anonymous portal, like who you trying to get with, Laura? Who am I trying to get with? Oh my God. That's a great question. I, I don't know the answer to that right now. Let me, I have to actually prepare for that answer. <laughs> so what else? What other questions? Okay, if I weight lift when I'm doing your program, should I really be intake? What should I be doing around my protein? So again, I want to answer this question through weight loss, through the lens of you weighing what you want to weigh. Do you know what it is? that you want to weigh? What is your dream weight? I think it's really helpful to identify that. And actually, that's another question that I got, which is how do you identify your natural weight or your dream weight? You talk about that a lot. So let me answer both of these questions. I think that your natural weight is where you end up, where you bottom out. Now, it's a range. It's like a three to five to six, whatever, pound range. When you are using food for what food is for, which is fuel, like that is the the point of food. Like that's why we have it in the first place is to fuel our bodies, right? So when you are using food for what it's for, fuel, most of the time, most of the time, like 95, 98, 99% of the time, you will bottom out at your natural weight. That's your that's your natural weight. And 99.9% of the time, your natural weight is your dream weight. Because I don't get clients that are trying to weigh 98 pounds. Like I get very reasonable, head screwed on correctly, <laughs> not living in a fantasy land, not trying to be Barbie, right? Not going to get surgery to remove like three and a half ribs, right? I get clients that are really realistic, 
um, when it comes to their weight. Oftentimes, I get clients who are like, yeah, I would be nice if I could just do 20 pounds, and then they end up bottoming out at 40 pounds down. So it's different for everybody, but your natural weight is when you are using food for what it is for, fuel, which by the way, that means you're still going to enjoy it. You're still going to love it. You're probably going to love it more actually when you are in a healthy relationship with it. Then you'll just bottom out at your natural weight, which is almost always your dream come true weight. So if you lift weight while you're doing the yummy mummy, like I lift weights, I don't know, three or four times a week. I do resistance training three or four times a week. I think that you can prioritize protein if you want to. I really think that (laughs) here's like an overarching thing that I need to tell you in answering all these questions. Stop listening to 400 and 22 experts on health and nutrition. Listen to one or two or three, and they're all kind of in the same camp. They all kind of agree. Because what's gonna happen is you're gonna confuse yourself and you're gonna eat cookies because confusion always gets a cookie. You're like, I don't know what to do. There's too much information out there. So like, I can't figure this out. So I might as well just eat all the things because there's actually no answer anyways. No, there is. It's the yummy mummy method. But if your goal is to lose weight and be at your natural weight, should you prioritize protein? Yes, you can if you want to. Should you prioritize protein if you're lifting weights? Yes, you can if you want to. But I don't want you to like stoke the diet brain and be like, I have to get 120 grams of protein. And if I don't get 120 grams of protein, then I'm going to throw in the towel and screw this and I'm going to eat all the chocolate and all the ice cream and just whatever. So I want us to move away from counting and really utilize the yummy mummy method, which is testing and retesting and figuring out what works for your body. So if your goal is to lose weight and to weigh what you want to weigh, I actually think that, yes, can you try to have some protein at every meal? 100%. Do you need to have a gram per every pound that you weigh? I would, I would say no, if your goal is to lose weight, because because sometimes it just ends up getting too confusing, right? I think that's so, so much of the reason why diets don't work or we haven't weighed what we want to weigh and permanently is because we're trying to do too many things. We're trying to like get this amount of protein and this amount of water and work out like this and sleep this and like we're trying to do too much. No, one thing at a time which is just your plan, which for most of my clients, it's like no sugar, no flour, or no sugar intermittent fasting, or no sugar three meals a day, right? It's really stupid, simple, and really stupid doable. Like we go into the land of overing when it comes to planning, like counting our macros, like doing two-a-days, like tracking this and tracking that. It's like, honestly, most likely you can weigh what you want to weigh with a very, very, very simple plan. And what's so interesting about that is your brain will probably be a little let down. You're just like, oh, that's all it takes? Because your brain sort of likes to have this like big plan of like, okay, we're going to get this amount of protein and we're going to walk this many steps and we're going to get this many hours of sleep and we're going to have this many ounces of water and we're going to have this gratitude journal and da 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 And it's too many things. And it sets us up for failure because we can't possibly check all of those boxes. 
So that's one reason why the Yummy Mummy method really, really works is because it's stupid simple. It's stupid doable. Okay, and all my clients are always like, this is literally like the easiest thing I've ever done to lose weight. (laughs) And it was actually permanent, actually worked. So like the experts out there will recommend one gram of protein per pound, but that is if you are trying to build muscle. And again, that's why you have to know what is your goal? Like what is your overall goal? Is it to build muscle? Is it to weigh what you wanna weigh? Is it to, what is it? right? And then go find the answers that support that desired result. Most of you listening to this, you just want to weigh what you want to weigh. You don't care if you have like the perfect amount of percentage of body fat or the perfect BMI. You just want to weigh what you want to weigh. You just want to feel good in your body. And if that is your goal, you do not have to worry so much about protein. Do I think protein's important? Yes. Do I prioritize it in my meals? Yes. It's also really easy to do that when you're not eating processed sugar and flour. It just sort of comes to the forefront naturally. And I do love protein because it keeps you satiated for a long, long time. I also love it because your body can't store it as fat. It's really hard for your body to store it as fat. So I do love protein, but I just don't want you guys getting caught up and like, I got to have 120 or 150 grams a day. Oh shit, I didn't get that today. So screw it, throw in the towel. Okay, I've been hearing a lot about seed oils. Oh, me too. Okay, so they could be called seed oils. They can be called industrial seed oils. They can be called omega-6 oils. And this person is saying... I'm hearing that they're just as bad as sugar. Mm. Do I agree? It comes back to that question around what is your goal? Can we live in the land of and and both instead of black or white? Because if you have a little bit of Hellman's mayo once a week and it has canola oil, right, which is a vegetable oil, which would be in the same camp. It's an omega-6 oil. They can be very inflammatory. That's why they're getting so much press. That's why people are asking about them is because they can be really inflammatory and they can inhibit weight loss for some people. But again, it's like one step at a time. If you're three years into your journey and you've removed sugar and you've removed flour and you're really dialed in, Yes, maybe look at seed oils. But again, this goes to, let's start with the really simple things of removing the things that are the heavy hitters, right? Most likely, you can weigh what you want to weigh and still have seed oil. So I actually don't think they're as quote unquote bad as sugar if weight loss is the goal. I really don't. Again, it goes back to like, what is your goal? You probably also don't want to live in an inflamed body, but let's do one step at a time, you guys, and let's live in the land of and and both, because then when you add that to the list, there's just a bigger chance that you're going to throw in the towel, have a case of the efforts. So one thing at a time, we cannot let perfect be the enemy of good. Like, am I saying that right? I always mess that one up. But I want you to live in the land of and and both, right? So if you're having some mayo because your husband bought the Hellman's brand instead of the Primal Kitchen brand, 
It's fine. Who cares for right now? Let's just do 1% increments, 1% increments. That gets us to permanent weight loss. So with the seed oils, like, do I move away from seed oils? Yes, I do. But you guys have to remember that I am six plus years into this journey. So for right now, for you, if you're newer to this journey, I just want you to worry about the heavy hitters like processed sugar and flour, like not eating when you're not hungry, like getting a little bit of sleep, like the big heavy hitters. (laughs) I don't want to worry so much about seed oils. Now, if you're drinking a cup of (laughs) freaking vegetable oil, like canola oil every day, then yeah, it's probably a problem. Now, so a good question to ask here is, what is like the opposite of seed oils? Like say I did want to focus on not having seed oils. It's not that hard if you promise me that you'll stay in the land of and and both. So what you can focus on is grass-fed butter, olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil. If you use those for the majority of your cooking, then you're fine. Let yourself get comfortable living in the land of and and both because when you go out to eat, there's probably going to be seed oils. But guess what? I am like the poster child for you can lose weight and go out to eat. You can lose weight and have seed oils sometimes. You can lose weight and fill in the blank, right? We're living in the land of and and both because we already tried doing it all or nothing and that did not work. (sighs) (laughs) Okay, let's go to some Let's go to some of the Ask Me Anything anonymously because they those were so fun. And I'm just going to open them. Some of them I haven't read. Ooh, my dream car. Okay, so I used to love that XC90 Volvo, but I don't know if that's my dream car anymore. Hmm. What's my dream car? Hmm. Yeah, I really like that XC90. I think that's what it is, XC90. It's like that SUV Volvo. It's so pretty. It's so big. I have a Lexus and I just love it. It's old. It's totally trashed. I feel like I'm just going to have this car for a while while my kids continue to eat like raisins <laughs> and that's it bars in the back seat. It's like, oh my God, my car's so embarrassing right now. So I'm just kind of like going to, I feel like I'm going to live that out for a while and then get a new car. I, I really love those like X7s, those BMWs, but like I hate the smell of BMWs and I hate the inside of BMWs. So that's a problem for me. Dream car, another dream car. Um, hmm, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go with the XC90, but I don't know. What are your dream cars, you guys? Let's do a couple more fun ones. What was your favorite show when you were a kid? Ooh, oh my God. You guys, I'm such a basic B. <laughs> Say by the bell, full house. What else? Those were it. Say by the bell. Oh God, full house. Just love me some full house. So good. They did this thing in LA and we went and we dressed up as like, I was dressing up as like Kelly Kapowski, but they had this whole setup. It was like Mr. Belding's office was in there. The lockers were there. You, We ate dinner there. We ate like at the max. Like it was so freaking cool. I don't know. They have all that fun stuff in LA, I feel like. Okay, fave hobby. Ooh, fave hobby. If I'm like really keeping it clean on like what a hobby is, because my knee jerk is like going out to dinner. 
That's my favorite hobby, which is actually a really good point for this podcast, right? And in both. <laughs> my client's like, you should do a episode on and in both. And I'm like, well, maybe this is that episode all of a sudden. But my point is you can be a foodie and weigh what you want to weigh. You can love to go out to eat and weigh what you want to weigh. So one of my favorite hobbies is going out to eat at like nice restaurants. I also love getting massages, but I feel like those are not hobbies. So right now we've gotten into golf and I literally, you guys, I got into golf because my husband, I saw him, I watched his crazy eye turn on and like the obsession begin. And I was like, oh, you're not, nope, you're not getting on the golf train without me. Because if you get on the golf train without me, then I feel like you're gonna be gone for like, six hours on Saturday. So I was like, oh, you want to do golf? I want to do golf too. (laughs) How convenient. So we're both now like super into golf, not super into golf, but like a little bit into golf, but it's really, really fun. So I'd have to say that's a favorite hobby right now. I love, I love sports. Like I love skiing. I love tennis. I want to get into pickleball more hobbies. I love reading. I love walking. I love yoga. Like it's like sports type type stuff is like, I feel like the kind of go-to. Okay. What else do we got? How many hours of sleep did you get last night? Ooh. Okay. Let's do the math. Do you guys do this? Do you calculate before you're falling asleep? I heard Glennon talking about this on her podcast. Do you count how many hours of sleep you're going to get before you fall asleep? I'm like, oh my God, I'm a psycho about this. So like last night, what time did I go to bed? I think I went to bed at 1030 last night and I woke up at, I think it was pretty much on the no 730. So eight hours, but you know what's so interesting is when I wear the aura ring and I'm in bed for eight hours, it usually only equals out to like seven hours and 15 minutes of sleep. I would say... I get a lot of sleep. I'm kind of crazy about sleep. Like I am protective of my sleep. So that was actually kind of a late night for me. I would say I go to bed anywhere between 9.45 and 11. And then I wake up anywhere between 7 and 7.30. So I'm usually getting like eight hours, which just really feels so good for me. I like a good eight hours, a good nine hours. Like honestly, seven hours is a little on the low end for me. You guys, I want to offer to you guys to try that out. Like try getting a lot of sleep. Like you're not going to want to go to bed, right? Because what is it called? It's like motherhood rebellion or something. There's like a name for it. And it's when we don't go to bed because we've been <laughs> working our butts off all day long and we just want a little reprieve. But what I found is that if I go to bed, then the next day I'm energized for the things that I quote unquote have to do. And it ends up working out better in the long run in the big picture. If I go to bed early, like I don't stay up to have like my me time and I still have some me time, but I don't have like, cause my kids kind of go to bed a little bit on the later side, like eight or eight 30. So I feel like I usually only have like an hour to myself, especially in the summer. My kids are going to bed real late. Oh my God. Whoopsie. I would encourage you to just try as an experiment. Like, what do I like better? Do I like staying up late and watching extra Netflix or do I like going to bed early? And yeah, it's gonna be a little resistancy. It's gonna be a little hard to put your phone down to turn the Netflix off and just like go to bed. But I want you to try it and see like, what do I like better? Do I like staying up or do I like going to bed? (laughs) All right, let's go back to some more kind of weight loss related. Um, I have heard so much about gluten-free. I also hear if you don't have an intolerance, it's okay to eat. That some gluten-free foods are overly processed. 
Okay. I love this question. It's like the same answer again. It's like, what works for you? Why don't you test it? If you have a sneaky suspicion that maybe you don't agree with gluten, why not test it for a month and see what happens? I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think like our culture makes a bigger deal than it is. I usually don't eat gluten. I think honestly, if you're not eating flour, it's kind of easy. It is sneaky because it's like in things like Worcestershire sauce and soy sauce and it's like in funky things sometimes. Gluten can be inflammatory for some people. Again, there's not a one size fits all. That's why the Yummy Mommy Method is the best is because it's a custom approach, right? So test it for you. And again, notice what you're hearing out there. Like there's so many competing thoughts and that's why I love the Yummy Mommy Method is because it's for you specifically, for your bio-individuality. It's not like, don't eat this, eat this, you must, you have to. It's like, let's test it and see. Okay, what other questions do we have coming in hot? Let's see, let's see. Ooh, what are your thoughts about the weight loss drug Ozempic? I just did a huge post about this on Instagram. I actually want to have one of my clients come onto the pod to talk about her experience with Ozempic. You know, I think that it can really help with weight loss. I think it's so new. I don't think we really know what could happen. I do think that if you're pre-diabetic or, you know, you have diabetes, these types of drugs can really help in the short term. But you have to still do the mindset work, right? I really believe that it's just another magic pill unless you do it coupled with mindset work and emotional work. Obviously, what we do inside the Yummy Mummy. Like, again, I think some of us get really excited because we're like, oh, it's a magic pill, but there are side effects, and eventually you're going to go off of it. I mean, hopefully, you're going to go off of it. And then what? Right? So, I don't want you to have all those negative side effects that they've been talking about and not be able to maintain it. I think this is really normal. I know that we all really do want a magic pill, right? It would just be so much easier have a magic pill, but there's just not a magic pill. This is not it. I promise you this is not the magic pill. And I always say this to my clients, I don't want to give you a magic pill because if I give you a magic pill, you miss out on the opportunity of like becoming your own best friend, of knowing how to feel your feelings, of all of the like byproducts that come out of the yummy mummy, like better marriages, better relationships, better parenting just feeling better in your body, knowing that you can do anything in the world that you set your mind to, seriously. So I don't want to give you a magic pill. I don't want you to miss the opportunity to really grow as a human. Somebody was asking about detoxing from sugar again, and this is just sparking my memory that I do want to let you guys know that if you are going to come off sugar and you're nervous that you're going to experience flu-like symptoms, you can get non-sugar electrolytes like the brand Element, L-M-N-T. There's a bunch of brands, but I like that one the best. And that can really help to minimize those symptoms or eliminate them altogether, which is, I mean, that's just awesome, right? The weirdest trend you've ever done. Okay, so I think that they're asking the weirdest weight loss trend you've ever done. Hmm. What is the weirdest weight loss trend I've ever done? I mean, I just think the cleanses. 
like the juice cleanses. I mean, it's so, so weird. Honestly, if you think about it, I know I'm just going to drink juice for a week. What? Juice? Spikes your blood sugar. (laughs) Causes you to store fat, right? Yeah. Do you lose a lot of water weight? For sure. Does it work? No. In the long run? Absolutely not. I'm trying to think of some... I mean, in college, I did some weird stuff. In high school, too. Like, I'd be like, I'm going to go on a, a, the Lifesavers diet. And I just made it up. And it was like, you could eat one pack of Lifesavers a day. One roll of Lifesavers a day. That was it. That's all you could eat. What? Oh, my God. That is so disordered eating. No judgment. No judgment to my past self. Love her. Gotta love her. We gotta love our past selves, you guys. Okay. What is the weirdest trend you guys have done? I love hearing these stories. I mean, I also hate hearing these stories because it like literally makes my blood boil because it just, it's just such proof like how sick our freaking society is. Have you watched Harry Potter? (laughs) No, but you want to know it's so crazy. I have not. I'm actually excited to get into it. Even though I'm not a fantasy person, I like do not like fantasy at all or like pretend stuff. People are like, let's play pretend. Like when I was like six, I'm like, no, I don't want to play pretend. That's so dumb. I don't want to play. I mean, if you want to play house, I'll play house. But like only if you can be the husband and I can be the wife and we can kiss. <laughs> but I hated playing pretend like Barbies. I hated playing like my little pony. Like, oh, my God, shoot me. Oh, my God. And with having kids, I'm like, I'm not I'm not available for pretend with my kids. I will ride bikes with you all day long. I will take you to the kids museum all day long. I will go to the pool with you all day long. I will not sit on the floor and play freaking doctor on your Cabbage Patch Kid. Absolutely not. Not available. Cannot. But Harry Potter, people always ask us about that because like you guys, our kids are like, it It, it seems like we're Harry Potter super fans because my kids are named Luna and Phoenix. And I guess there's a Luna and a Phoenix in Harry Potter. So random factoid. Tell me a random fact. Hmm. Tell me a random fact. I feel like this should be really interesting. Okay. I don't know if this is interesting. (laughs) A couple came to mind. One random fact is that, do you guys know that I've been with my husband since I was 18? Minus three months. Um, yeah, so random fact, been with my husband since I was 18, which means we've been together. I mean, I don't even know if I can do that math. I think it's been 21 years, 21 and a half years. We're going to be married for 15 years in October. Isn't that so fun? Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I kind of want to get a new ring. I got to be honest. I got to, I kind of want to get a new ring. Have you guys heard of these, um, stones called moissanites? guys got any good jewelers that do moissanites i want to like and i want it to be like ooh, i want it, i, well, I kind of want it to look like a cocktail ring and people are like you can't wear a cocktail ring every day all day i'm like yo yes i can it'll be very fun okay i think this is the last one for now you guys we don't want to make this forever oh who are you trying to get with well clearly my husband since we've been together forever we just did a really fun oh my friend maggie reyes came and spoke to us inside the yummy mummy masters and talked to us about how to talk to our partners Whew, it was good it was deep 
She's been on the pod. Okay, what other questions do you guys have? Always send them to me. Any questions about like my regular life, but also questions about weight loss, body image, relationship with body, loving yourself, relationship with food. Let's cover it all. Other ways that maybe you feel trapped, right? The underlying dealio here at the Yummy Mummy is to free the moms. That's like the hashtag. That is like the tagline. That is like what we're actually here to do. So we're going to be coming out with some podcasts on the invisible workload because I think that's another trap that we can find ourselves in sometimes. And how do we get out? How do we navigate that and also have our partners on board? So so let me know what topics you guys want me to cover and please go rate or review. You've got to get some good karma. If this has been helpful at all to you in any way, shape, or form, please share the love. Please pay it forward. And remember to get on my email list if you're not there already. All you have to do is go to lauraconley.com. There'll be a pop-up and you'll pop your email in and then you'll get all of my emails, which will remind you to listen to the podcast, but I send out like one email a week. That's kind of like a blog. So more tips and tricks. But you'll also then get the invitation to come onto the podcast and get coached, which will be super fun. Okay. I hope you guys all have the best week ever. I love you so freaking much. Ciao, ciao. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would love it. Love it. If you leave a rate, review, and a subscribe on whatever you're listening to this podcast in pretty, pretty pleased with a cherry on top. It would help me so much and it would help all the other mamas out there hear this message. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. And you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy Experience. It's my proven lose weight for the last time group coaching and course. Head to lauraconley.com and just click work with me. Other than that, you guys, I would love to give you a free gift. If you want your free listener only gift, go to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. And from there, you will get your free best ever weight loss hack. So cool. The last thing I want to tell you, you guys, is I do have a free Facebook group. It's called, you guessed it, the yummy mummy. Lose weight for the last time and body drama and get food freedom. You can just search that on Facebook or again, you can head to the show notes and you'll find the link there. All right, you guys have the best day ever. Thank you.